What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. My name's JS, and this week, we've got a special guest with us. We've got Mr. Andrew. Can we say your full name? Is that okay? Sure. Mr. Andrew Saxon. Hi, GotMugs.Cosplay. How you doing, man? I'm doing quite all right. How are you boys? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us, man. I know we've... um We've talked to you live from the con floor a couple times. Yes, you have. But I don't yeah. think we've ever had you on the podcast, so it's nope. awesome to uh, actually have you on. Long time lurker, first time, you know, participant, I suppose. There you go. There you go. And then, of course, Micah Padre, my co-host, my brother man from a different lady mother, <laughs> Mr. Jeff, <laughs> a.k.a. Messiah Complex. What? How you doing, buddy? I was all right till that intro. That's <laughs> awful. We're nearly a hundred episodes in here, and that's what you're slapping me with. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a week, man. But we are here. Uh, I've really been looking forward to this week's episode. I've wanted to talk to Andrew about cosplay and pick his brain for a long time. So I'm super excited to have him on. And yeah, man, we're all look at that, man. Natasha Sand. All my favorite peeps in one podcast. Look at that. Our friend Natasha Wright. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> best worst intro ever, says Wayne Cuppy Wright. There you go. Best See? Worst intro ever. Yeah, See? That's, now I got I got to try to beat it and make a better worst That's never going intro. away, is it? Wow. No, no. no that's terrible. It. Just going to get more worst from there. Nice. Um, If you guys don't know, we go live on Instagram 15 minutes before we actually record this show. Um, and this, now I'm saying this for mainly for the people that are, might be listening to for the two people that listen to us after the fact. I'm just uh, I know Jeff, you listen to us every time I do after the fact, fact and I yes. appreciate it. Um, somebody on, saying on multiple Michael devices, saying, that's why you get two. There right. you go. There you go. <laughs> We've got Michael saying Andrew, not mask. He just yeah, messaged exactly. me. He's like, I've never seen him without a mask on. I'm like, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. For real? you probably have. You just didn't know it was him. That's funny. Um, so we go live on Instagram 15 minutes before we call it the technical difficulties pre-show. We do. And, uh, and I'm trying to put context here because out of context, it sounds a little bit weird, what I'm about to say, but we were talking about fake facial hair and fake beards. We were. And Megan here finally answered her question. Crepe hair is made of wool and vegetable fibers. Stick it on your face with spirit gum. I don't know if I want to put spirit gum on my face. I hate that stuff. It doesn't stick to my skin, unfortunately. So I can't oh, it doesn't. Oh, no, I got to use dude. I got to use Prozade. Prozade is about the only. I had spirit gum on my finger one time from putting it on my kid's face, and and it was it was on my finger for weeks. Anyway, I mean that seems effective. Yeah, and stuck. Not when you need to take it off after the end of the day, but uh, you know, it's yeah. a layer I mean, of skin. It is what it is. If you haven't I mean, figured it out, folks, an hour so. Yeah, yeah, but now, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen other people complain the same thing. I can't get it. it. It's nothing for me. It's not even a minute. It just falls right off, unfortunately. But there's a special remover for it, says Megan, and I've heard of that too. Um, it's called brute force. Yeah, just <laughs> and then just picking forever, picking after that. It's better. Don't use super glue, kids. I know people that do that. Try not to. That's not good for your skin at all. Don't. I I have good friends that have done that. Now please don't mm. do that. That's terrible for you. Just. You don't need something stuck to you that badly, okay? Can I can I just bring this up here quickly? Um, we've got sure. you know a friend of the podcast, a uh, friend of the Geeks and Co. Uh, Mr. Mr. Richard Bakari saying, "Hey, dudes, 
at Macario Cosplay signed in under my YouTube handle, Midlife Cosplay. But he's not. Uh, yeah, he says he that right after. Under. He's like, maybe not. <laughs> Tech difficulties. That's why we call our show, our pre-show, Technical Difficulties, buddy. And he's I mean, of an age with us. Like, he's another <laughs> old man trying to figure this shit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Changing every week. Uh, if you haven't figured it out, folks, we're going to be talking cosplay today. Um, oh, but before we do, if we're almost five minutes in, I don't want to forget. If yeah, you okay. have, if you are watching this and you have not subscribed to the channel on YouTube, what are you doing with your life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Please throw that subscribe to us. It costs you nothing. It helps us out tremendously. If you don't mind liking and commenting as well, that helps to propagate in the old YouTube mm -hmm. algorithm, that mysterious, witchy, weird-ass thing that nobody seems to know how it works. We try to propagate that as much as possible. So please throw us a like and a comment. Hit that subscribe button. Let your friends know. Post it on your social media. Blow us up. We have a goal this year. We're almost there. Help us out. Get there. Boom. I'm done. You go. Yeah, I, dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Hit that like button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, we're talking. Actually, before we get into cosplay specific stuff, actually, maybe I should be more specific. I, th I think we're going to be talking a little about Andrew's cosplay story. Um, oh, yeah. Before we get into that, uh, I, I did want to touch up on a couple of little tidbits of news or, or in this specific case, is it even news? Collider wrote out an article and published it today about how Mr. Pedro Pascal is openly talking in interviews about the fact that he's no longer in the actual Mandalorian suit. Now, you didn't already know this. I don't know what kind of rock you're living under because everybody knew at this point that with him working on The Last of Us, he couldn't be on the Mando set. So it had to be somebody else in the suit. And he was only going to do the voiceover. But he's actually openly talking about it now, saying how it's actually given him the opportunity to be able to do multiple things at once right do we even care about this do we care that he's not in the suit like is this like does anybody really like what are your thoughts on something like this well i know uh for myself it because obviously it was it was announced a while ago that he he didn't want to do it i know it came after him wanting more face time on the show so they wrote it into he was able to take the helmet off that originally wasn't supposed to happen and then because he ran off to, to chase other shows as well, it's kind of, this was how they could best get around. Well, let's put him back in the helmet, keep him in the helmet, and just have him do voiceovers, which sounds great and stuff. I just, I don't know. There, there is something about having him in the suit, I suppose, but it's, we're, we're, get, we're getting the same. It's just, I, I think it's more the, the arc in the story where, takes his helmet off and now he has to kind of fix doing that it i wonder what we would have had go on if none of that actually had happened if that story arc where he didn't have to renew himself or i don't know that's kind of where i am with it one thing to note guys i want to make sure that we're clear in the first two seasons of the mandalorian there were always three guys playing the mandalorian mm -hmm. any of the time oh, that really? you saw him using there the was. gun 
there was a gentleman that was did all the gun stunts. And then anytime you saw him doing any of the physical stunts, there was a separate actor doing the physical stunts. And then there was Pedro Pascal that mostly did just like the walking around and, and you know, because all the talking has always been voiceover from him. So all that's really happened is he that third element's not there. So the two gentlemen that were already doing all the other things that the Mandalorian already did are just doing it more now that he's not physically in the suit anymore. And that's why so much of it looks exactly like it looked before when he's is. shooting when he's fighting because it's those same guys that were already doing it the first two seasons oh. anyways it's just they just had to mimic how he would just like walk around like in a scene where he's not really having to do either of those two things so um yeah so it's 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 one of those things where and again same thing like he was already doing voiceover for it anyways like they were already having to, to dub his voice over no matter how good they might have tried to figure it out they had to dub his voice so right I don't know, man. I don't necessarily need him in a suit. I think he's in a really cool, unique situation where he gets to do this and he gets to keep getting paid to do it. Like he's just become a voice actor on the show. That's cool. You know, yeah. like now and, only... and Lucasfilm still gets to use his name, right? The only he's still thing... the Mando. Yeah. The only thing that it takes you out of is that you knew he wasn't taking the helmet off in season three. And now, you know, he's probably never taking it off again because he's exactly. not there. Yeah. So if you're in, if you've read these articles, you've seen him talking about this. And I know this article must have just come out, but he's been talking about this literally since the start of season three. He's been openly speaking about he just he just posted a picture, I think, with the two stunt guys congratulating mm -hmm. them on their great work and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, we're never going to see him without the helmet again. It's fine. You just you have to know that moving forward. You had your opportunity to see that. You got it. Let's be honest. This show peaked with season two. It's probably never going to hit that again. That doesn't mean it's not good. It's still good, but the, the, it hit heights. It hits such great heights that it's never going to... I don't know how it could ever hit that again. Why do we even care about him so much to begin with? Well, because he's on two of the most popular shows on television. Right? This and The Last of Us. I mean, it's, it's hard not to. He's a he's a marquee, huge actor in Hollywood right now. So, I mean, and, Michael's... Michael's I mean... <laughs> sorry, Megan's response is because he's daddy, Rob. But, I mean, you know, that's... <laughs> Uh, Michael makes a good point. Uh, I grew up in Power Rangers. I'm used to the actors not being in the suits. Uh, this is hardly this yeah. is hardly a first for this type of thing to happen, right? Yeah. So it's a good point. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, could be no, played by enough. anyone. I agree. You're you're well. It, technically, it is. Yeah, physically, could be played by anyone. It is being played by. It could be played by anyone, and when you look at what they've done with some of the animated shows where they've hired voice actors that sound like the actors, you know what I mean? Where it's not, you know, Obi-Wan is not played by you and McGregor, McGregor in, in um, the Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, so and Anakin is that. Like, yeah, yeah. None of them, none of them are voiced by their original. No. Anakin is not Hayden Christensen. Padme is not Natalie Port. Like none of them are their original voice actors, right? Yeah. Oh, that, uh, Keith, Keith saying yeah. here. Yeah. Same with Brendan Fraser in Doom Patrol. He's the voice, but not in the suit. And and I was under the impression he was in the suit. He is hundred percent not in the suit ever. Really? Yep. So do we know who's in the suit? Yeah, they they have listed who the actor is. I don't remember who it is. The only time you see Brendan Fraser in Doom Patrol is when he's Cliff before he becomes Robot Man. Hmm. That's the only time is Brendan Fraser really in yep. in the first episode. In all, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are other flashbacks where you do see him as his human self. So, uh, fair enough. Yeah, fair and, enough. And obviously that's Brendan Fraser. But yeah, every other time it's that's a great point. It's another person in the suit. Yeah. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
I mean, you know, and, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. Um, yeah, Megan here saying, uh, our editor Megan, nope, Pedro Pascal was needed. You can say that any role can be played by anyone, but there's a reason they bring on certain actors. He definitely has, yeah. obviously he has a penchant for playing guys taking care of kids that are special and well right i mean this is i think though what rob was saying is now now anybody could play the role right uh well obviously because he's not well yeah Uh, because i disagree the former five minutes see the former five minutes conversation conversation. well yeah fair enough i Uh, mean I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, that's like saying, so if we went back and we cast somebody else entirely in the role, would the show have been as good? Well, it's, it's, that's, I mean, my no answer to that, that would be, well, no, but it's still no. I mean, so if we go back to strange new worlds and you go back and recast Anson Mount with somebody else, does that mean just like anybody else can be Captain Pike or anybody, anybody can play anything. That's why they're actors. But in this case, for the first two seasons, Pedro Pascal made that his role and he made that show what that show is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Richard saying Brandon Wayne and Latif Crowder are the other actors in the Mando suits. Yep. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Brandon is the gunsmith and Latif mm-hmm. is the sun guy. I believe yeah. that's yeah. I believe so. Well, bravo to them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 to your point, Jeff. I mean, Anson Mount does an amazing pike. Does it mean that somebody else couldn't have done just an amazing job or better? Uh, I'm sure there are other actors that could have done just For as sure. good or better. But now, right? but pick pick could any anybody? role, any actor in any TV in any movie, and be like, could have oh. been played by anybody. Yeah, that's why they're actors, guys. Yeah. That's how this works. I mean, yeah. now it's just all pie in the sky. Pedro was cast. The show's a hit. Pedro's a Mandalorian. If that burns you for some reason, I'm sorry if you have like a beef against Pedro Pascal. He's a very popular actor right now. If you're getting sick of seeing him, just don't watch his shit. It's pretty, pretty simple, right? Like, easy. He's peasy. done a great job with it. Yeah. And he's doing a great job in The Last of Us. I don't even like The Last of Us, and he's still doing a great job on it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, uh, listen, uh, talking about Anson Mount. Oh, I'm about to say, speaking of voice actors. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of voice actors, go ahead. No, same. You're about to segue to Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Anson Mount. I'm going to get a couple of voice actors on it. Yeah. So Anson Mount. Well, I, well, first of all, we should talk about the fact that Anson Mount and uh, uh, Ethan Peck Ethan Peck, were announced just yesterday. No, Today? Ethan Peck had already been announced. But they you're added, right. They added, They've added Anson, Anson Mount. Mount today. Yes, correct. Uh, Anson Mount is going to be at Fan Expo Toronto. Which here's my uh, wallet. Just take my right. fucking money. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know how we rig an interview with those guys, but uh, oh, we probably don't. But we'll I'm send we'll send Michael. We'll send I'm Michael. Gonna... He'll figure out a way to. Yeah. You see, he says yes. He agrees with uh, me. We'll yeah, send Michael. Yeah. He'll get us an interview with these guys. He'll he'll get well. us in front of them with a microphone. Um, <laughs> that should be pretty funny. But yeah, guys, if you didn't know, they're going to be at, in Toronto, uh, August 26, 27, 28. 20 yeah. sure yeah we'll Let's go with that. that yeah something yeah. like that only there something was some like way that. we could yeah. find out yeah 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 uh and then like you were about to say uh, voice actors and talking about uh, uh mr anson mount we talked last week on our star trek episode that put everybody to sleep that the strange new world cast was going to be on the world cast the lower decks cast 
we're going to be on Strange New Worlds in live action. And we showed a bit of a still of the little clip trailer that was shown. We now have an HD shot of Boimler and Mariner. Who Boimler clearly has purple hair. It's not purple That's enough. We Well, I mean, I agree. It could have been more purple. Um, a lot more purple. But yes. Uh, so Keith is saying, sorry, it's the 24th to the 27th of August, Fan Expo Toronto. And Michael is saying they are only there Saturday and Sunday, FYI. That is correct. So the 26th and 27th. Um, what do you think he's holding there? I don't know. It almost looks like a um, a hobgoblin grenade. Or a thermal detonator. <laughs> or a thermal detonator. Yeah, yeah. One can I, only hope. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, hobgoblin sweeps in on a glider. They're like, what the yeah. fuck is going on in this universe? Uh, I do like, I didn't notice this when I first saw these images because uh, everybody was looking at uh, Jack Wade's hair, but I like how they got Mariner with the rolled up sleeves, just like on the. Uh, just she like on does the have the rolled up sleeves. Yep. And I'm great digging detail. these uniforms. Yep. They look better in live action than they do on on the show, uh, for sure. I'm still my argument from last week. I still know. stands, but I know. I don't know why every goddamn crew has to have a different uniform, but still, I they, know they do I'm look good live action. There's, digging there's no these question. new uniforms, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, from this image, I think I, I almost has to be the Enterprise. Um, the red and black floors to me kind of sell it. Uh, I'd have to find another image of the of uh, the Enterprise. I know, I know. Yeah, Megan, every guys, Trek Talk was last week. I know, I know. We're I gonna know. get, we're gonna get to Andrew. <laughs> I promise. We want to talk to Andrew about cosplay. We just that image was released today, so guys, we're done. All right, we'll stop. Jeez, keeping us on our toes over there, secondhand shoes. You just yeah, settle yeah, down. Yeah. I can't wait. This should. This is gonna be a great, great, great season. Now, before we start Andrew on his journey, I had a yes. question for Andrew. Okay. About, okay. So I have I I have mentioned before and I've talked at length about how I came up with my cosplay name. Pretty obvious how JS came up with his account and cosplay name. His name was 1701. How did you come up with Ill Gotten? Because I don't even think that, I don't think that's your first cosplay name either, is it? As far as the handle goes, or is it your first handle? Uh, it is my first handle. It is your first uh, handle. So how did is. you come up with Ill Gotten Hugs as your handle for cosplay? Um, so I wanted me being a friendly guy and everything else, um, you know, I wanted something that somewhat sounded welcoming, but also like that little bit dangerous, I, I suppose. Um, so it was just kind of one day, um, was, um, with an ex actually, and we were kind of goofing around. She was chasing me around, trying to hug me, I guess, and kicked ended up kicking the coffee table and it's kind of like, Oh, well you go over and console them or whatever. And it's like, Oh wait, wait a minute. Those are ill gotten hugs. And it's, it's like, yeah, I kind of like that combination that, that, that really works. So I, I kind of adopted it for myself. It's almost like the flux capacitor, you know, he face slipped and hit his head on the, on the toilet or whatever. And <laughs> exactly. your ex slipped and, and, and barked her shit on the coffee table. And you were like, <laughs> wait a minute. I know what's going on here. <laughs> Have you ever gotten any, uh, I don't want to say negative feedback, but have you ever gotten anybody that it was kind of like ill-gotten hug? Like it almost, it almost sounds a little too, because you, you're like, like, are you looking to get, like, has anybody given you any grief ever for the name or no? Uh, no, it's, it's mostly just been people. It's like, so how's that spelt or how's that kind of come together? It's, I guess it's odd enough that people, it doesn't click with people right away, but. Because you're such a it's nice weird guy. you say that because the first time I heard it, I remembered it. 
because it's so unique, ill-gotten hugs, it's stuck with me right away. Well, perfect. So it's doing its job. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's what it's supposed yeah. to do, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I mean, I guess everybody to, to teach their own, I suppose. But yeah, for me, it it clicked right away. I've known you for uh, as ill-gotten hugs for much longer than I've known that you were Andrew. That I think that's the way it is with a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, and I think that comes down to me being masked most of the time. That yeah. Um, and I guess even I guess segueing into my story, that's that's kind of what it is. Where I'm painfully introverted, and even even to this day, even b before going to a con, I go through like that that mental panic breakdown of like, am I really gonna do this? Am I am I gonna go out there and make a fool of myself in front of everybody? And and oh, what's that all gonna mean? And how how you get over that is like. To anybody out there that's that wants to even try cosplay or anything else and you're nervous about it, put on a mask. Put on a mask. You become somebody different. You can go out there and act like a fool and nobody's going to know it's you. And, and it gives you that little bit of an extra barrier between you and that person, too, at the end of the day, right? It's oh, not even absolutely. as much that they don't know it's you, but now you feel a little more protected, too, because now you have that, right. that barrier between you and the sweaty masses, right? Well, when you put the mask on, you become somebody else. You do, Absolutely, and that's right? that's cool. But even if you're not that type of person that would become somebody else, and you're just someone that that experiences a lot of social anxiety, having the mask gives you an additional barrier from that. Absolutely true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, we all do it our own way, and and however we do it. So, do you find that, Andrew? Do you find that once you put the mask on, you kind of get lost in the character, or for oh, you, is I it more that protective sort of? Uh, it's, it's, it's now, uh, it's now that I really do fall in line with the character once I, once I have the mask on, um, I guess one of the first ones that I kind of did it with was, uh, my very first Joker, um, kind of learned, learned latex and everything, built the mask and everything, glued it on my face and kind of went to the con and... It was going to London, uh, to the London Comic Con, and I was kind of like, I'm just going down there, trying to meet people, make some friends or whatever. Not necessarily, nothing was at that con that I was specifically going for. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to try and turn it up to 11, and I'm just going to go there, and I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at the top of my lungs and everything else. I'm going to go make a scene, and if I get kicked out for causing a disturbance well then that's that's just a funny story that i get to share with people and so, it's in character i mean come on now oh uh, and absolutely so i skittles skittles assert something something before i put the mask on yet nobody knew who i was before i put on the mask <laughs> so i i ended up going to that london comic con and just started letting out cackles and everything else and that seemed to draw people to me um people were saying it's like oh i heard you across the entire con floor even at the one point because i was getting that reaction i broke into song at the top of my lungs like it was some episode of glee or something right and it's just i i would never do that but somehow being behind a mask felt protected enough it's like yeah just go for it and 
the the reaction you get from that was amazing and that's where i think i started earning a lot of my friends in the cosplay community it's kind of like well you're you're a bit of a wacko why don't you come over here and join us and you know join in some shenanigans we're all wackos too so how do you pick characters that you're going to oh sorry Jay, hang on hang on first. hang on hang on i want to know how you even got into cosplay like where, where, what was your thing everybody seems to have their own path into this right. crazy expensive silly hobby of ours <laughs> right <laughs> um so yeah um it was what i think i cosplayed for the first time i think it was 2012 maybe 2011 um i went to fan expo was the first time as slender man um so no no stilts and it's my slender man version one we'll call it and i had kind of based it on the video game that was out at the time the eight pages so in the game you're running around people are trying to find the pages before slender man gets you and so the night before i drew up all the pages and was kind of hanging them up all around the con and everything but the reactions that i got from people kind of being freaked out by that um did you have like really, extensions in your arms or something to yeah so i had i had the arm extensions and everything yeah. going on and the whole reason for doing it was once again personal personal growth um I had been going to the conventions for years before that, and I tried to make it a point of try something new each time. Do something you've never done before, um, and that's it's becoming far more difficult, but it's it's still a mentality I have. So, hey, you know, being on a podcast, I'm now able to kind of check off that list now, too. <laughs> um, but that, that's really what it is. It's kind of the, the personal growth, uh, the personal experience um, that that I find rewarding from that. So going to the con for so many years, it was, yeah, what? Well, let's try this cosplay thing. What can I what can I whip together? So. And that's a key to you make most of your cosplays you you i mean you don't make everything i don't think like your hobgoblin mask you made but in general no. most of your costume you make yourself um yeah wherever i can uh just because i'm an excessively creative type i'm the type to kind of wander through a dollar store and it's like oh well this is cool and what can i turn this into and how can i modify that um but yeah, it's kind of I get I get plagued with ideas on oh well it would be cool if I if I attempted to do it to do this and build this and um, so I do tend to try and pick cosplays where at least I can do the majority of it myself um, and that's what I mean people people cosplay in all sorts of different ways. And it's something that's been kind of going through my mind. And even during the pre-show, uh, you guys were talking about it. It's however you choose to cosplay. like, mm -hmm. And don't judge other people against your own standards as in doing that. However, I really love seeing the creativity and the uniqueness that people put into their own cosplays um if if you're starting out and you buy your cosplay and this is you're you're out there that's a that's a win 
absolutely. I I will praise you for that. Um, if if you've been doing it for a while, I would invite you to just simply, even if you're buying something, modify it, make it your own. Get get that personal connection to it. Um, just because that's that's then going to going to come through. Um, personally, I just I don't think cosplay like your selections should be a checklist where you do the cosplay and then it's like there I'm done and you know you push it off to the side. It's I love having the connection with the characters or the connection with something. Um, that way, it's you're not only dressing as the character; you can actually kind of get into being the character. You you feel that that deeper connection with it. That leads to my next question. Um, how do you, Jason? And I have talked about this at length in the program. How do you choose? Does do you choose the cosplay? Does the ch cosplay choose you? Do you try to stay in your lane? Does the character have to speak to you on a physical and or emotional level? Is it just something cool that you see in a program, in a movie, or in a comic, and you're like, that's what I want to do? Like, right. how how does that process? Or is it like you're saying where? you're seeing stuff out in a store and you see something that might inspire you to be like, Oh, I wasn't even thinking about this, but that would look cool as this. And is that like, what's the takeoff point for you? How do you pick a character to do? Um, so it's, I've, I've run the full gambit of, uh, of, of, of reasons to do specific characters. Um, so for example, like you've, you've seen my hobgoblin. Um, we've, uh, we were mucking around at fan expo last year as as that that was specifically put together because there are so many people showing up in spider-man suits nowadays um the zentai suits are easy enough to get and you know there's there's a plague of them out there and somebody needs to do something about it uh <laughs> no but re really what it is is once again if my main goal is to go out there and interact with people and you know, try and make friends, put yourself on common grounds, then by being a villain for the Spider-Men, it kind of gives you that instant connection, instant ability to play off them. Um, oh, JS is well aware of what you're talking about. Him and his Doc Ock was very, had that exact same effect that you're talking about, right? Right. Nobody else so, was doing it, but there's a million Spider-Men and they all wanted to interact with him, so. Right. And so I, I, I will fully admit, it's kind of like you were advertising. It's like, it's well, we're doing Spider-Man this day at the con. It's like, excellent. I'm going to go mess with Jeff. That's that, <laughs> that was my goal that day. That's too many people's goals that day. But yes. <laughs> so um, there, there's very much. Uh, so one of the aspects is, can I go and play off people as this character? There you um, go. So exactly. Um, so that that's part of it. Um, so I, I gotta say, playing a Spider-Man villain when you know there's gonna be two hundred Spider-Man at the oh, that's con, fun. it's, it's fun. so much fun because everybody freaks out and everybody wants to hang out and everybody wants to take pictures with you and it's it becomes an event almost, right? Because Absolutely. there aren't a ton of Spider-Man villains going around, right? No. You'll see a lot of villains. You don't see a lot. I don't. I feel like you don't see a lot of Spider-Man. You see a lot of Batman villains. Right. You know, you see a lot of stuff, but I feel like you don't tend to see a ton of Spider-Man villains, but you see a ton of Spider-Man. Yes. I think we need a Mysterio. I'm working on it, all right? I Jeez think, I Louise. Think maybe 
just maybe we need to do like a Sinister Six thing, but just I I'm you know, so down for that. Just maybe. Rob saying similar reason I do villains and Megan saying same thing. Being a villain general is very rewarding. Yeah, you, it it's is. The ju it's the juicier role. Uh, there's no question. Yeah. When I when I first started doing this a lot, and, and I was mostly doing Negan almost exclusively for a while there. Yeah, it's just you get to. You get to have a certain level of, uh, I don't know, like, don't give a fuck when you're a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be mm -hmm. the moral, you know what I mean? Like, you get to, like, play with the boundaries in ways that the heroes don't. And that gives you such a, a freedom to express in so many different ways that the heroes just can't do. It's pretty dope, well, man. It's a good feeling. Well, let me put it this way. It's... I. All the people I know, like you guys, uh, like everybody in the chat here that I've that I've seen, is we're all good people. It's we are all heroes in our own way. So speak for yourself, dude. I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. What are you talking about? No, but that's what I, it's. It's kind of it's it's nice to throw yourself into into the other side. I'm gonna go be the villain for the day. I'm yeah. gonna. They even just backstory wise, character development, and everything else. It's funner to be the villain than it is to be a hero. Do yeah, you know it is. how boring it is when I have to put on Captain America for a day? I mean, the people's reaction is great, but like how many different times can I say, like, stay in school and watch your language? There's just there's no meat right. and potatoes to it, right? It's just so yeah. very vanilla basic. But I throw Joker on or I throw any of the villains I do on and it's a whole I pull the Absolutely. comedian on. Come on, man. Like. Yeah. You just have so much more to work with. I feel, anyways. This isn't for everybody, guys. Some of you like playing heroes, and that's awesome. And I think you should keep doing that. But oh, absolutely. It's, it's just more fun on the bad side, right? Well, especially once again, <laughs> when when you emphasize the play as part of cosplay. Right. So that's what I was just, just going to say. Costume. It's yeah. it's the play, and it's I I can see exactly where you're coming from, Jeff. Um, like even um. Like I'm trying to think of any of the heroes. I like, I've I've done Punisher before. Punisher's fun, except you kind of you, you you stand around and you pose with guns and try to look mean a little bit or intimidating in yeah, some way. And whereas that's not exactly fulfilling the play aspect that that I necessarily enjoy. It it can look great, but. It's it seems to be missing something. So no, you're not wrong. I've had a few people reach out to me. They like, you should do a Punisher. I'm like, why? It looks so boring to do. Like for, for me, I did it because it was the first comic book I purchased. Oh so, yeah, no, for sure. That, if you have a connection, was, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, so, of course. Um, so I guess moving along to to some of the other reasons to do something is one that I really enjoy is actually my henchmen. Um, the whole idea of being a henchman, like, like even the mooks in in general across, like I've done like a Foot Clan soldier from Ninja Turtles and everything yes, else. Yes, that's a very good idea. And um, you know, and the reason the henchman came around was because after the the 2019 uh, con season, it's like. How many times I walked away from the con and said, you know what? I didn't really get pictures with anyone or anything like that. And it's kind of, well, if I become a henchman, it's not about you. You are not the focal point. It's 
you are there to make the heroes look more heroic. You are there to make the villains look more dastardly by by doing that. And so it could kind of mentally put me in a in a state where it's I'm not here for me. I'm here for them. So it kind of I should get a selfie with them. And that's that's where that all started. And it let me build off the whole idea of, you know, you go to a con, you, you take pictures with people, and you get a lot of people, you, you just kind of stand there and do your pose, right? And whereas the henchmen, I was able to go around, it's like, well, what would your character do with a henchman? You'd probably beat me up or something like that. Um, so, like, there was, uh, like, one of my favorite pictures was with uh, DOA cosplay. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, she was dressed as that's uh, the fighting game, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, like so the cosplayer was DOA, DOA cosplay. Oh, I see. Yeah. So there's a picture of, uh, of her putting me in like a leg lock and stuff. And it's like, cause well, what would Cheetah do with, uh, with a henchman? It's like, oh, Cheetah doesn't need a henchman. I'd be beating him up. It's like, then you know what? Go for it. Let's, let's do this. And it was ended up being one of my favorite pictures um so i find that to be something um hopes of one day like i've i've actually had a bunch of henchman shirts made up so one day i'm hoping to actually get a bunch of people together to to kind of let's all go out as a horde of henchmen and because i think people would love pictures like think think of your of your villain standing there and having a whole swarm of henchmen behind you or or something like that you should and, do it like they do it at star wars celebration like the will Row hood with the ice cream maker you just you just do it like a, a the run of the henchman type of thing you just get as many people in these henchman t-shirts as you can for the absolutely con and just run the whole gang through the con <laughs> one time a peach people trying to jump in and get pictures and shit and having right. them beat off all these people and such I'm going to put you on the spot, Andrew, because uh, JS is going to uh, throw up some pictures of some of your cosplays, and we're going to go through some of them. So I'm going to put you on the sure. spot right here right now, and you're, tr you're going to try to cop out on me, and I'm not going to let you. <laughs> your favorite cosplay to wear, your favorite cosplay to have made. Ooh. And they can be the same. Okay. Uh, favorite cosplay to wear. Hmm. You have 30 seconds. I, okay, favorite cosplay, I guess, might be Pumpkinhead right now. Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, more of a unique uh, cosplay, I guess. I, I kind of drafted up on my own. Um, the baby really... head on the cane, by the way. <laughs> well, nice that, that there is specifically what you can do by browsing in a dollar store. That's all. That's entirely put together from dollar store stuff. Um, well, not the suit, surely, but the rest of it. Yes, of course. Not, not, not the suit, but the yeah. cane itself yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. kind no, of all came yes. together. And yep. really, <clears throat> the pumpkin head kind of plays off um, the whole idea of old-time Halloween costumes. For sure. Like, if you go back and look at Halloween costumes from, like, the 50s and the 60s where a lot of them were homemade or mm -hmm. i guess even if you go back earlier in the 19 uh like the 20s is what it looks like that's the vibe that yeah. i get off of, like a 20s or a 30s costume for sure like if you go back and look at black and white pictures of kids all dressed up that stuff is now creepy as hell 
It was creepy. Co- ending, co- dude. Compared, <laughs> compared to kind of oh, the, yeah. the overpurchased store bought stuff today, and, for sure. You know, um, we'll jump completely over the what the eighties and nineties where you'd have the plastic mask and the smock. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a Smurf. That's right. Right. It's um, no. So pumpkin head for that reason, um, like throwing the the LED lanterns in there even catches a lot of people's eyes and and kind of freaks them out. So um, that's that's one of the ones where it was one of my first eye grabbers that uh, mm-hmm. that I grabbed. So I think right now it's probably my favorite. Um, now you're sorry, one to wear. Make- that's your favorite one to wear. What's been your favorite one to make to really sink your teeth into craft wise? And, and you've seen the end result and been like, yeah, I killed it on that one. Like that makes me feel good. Um, See me being a perfectionist. It's, it's hard for me to say, yeah, that of one course. came out perfectly. Um, but Not perfect, but you're something that you're particularly <laughs> proud of or something that you were eager to really show off and that you were happy with the, you know, the result and the, and the reaction type of thing. Right. So for that one, it would, it would definitely be kite man. I know you've been waiting for me to bring that. <laughs> Hell one yeah. I don't have a picture Hell of yeah. kite man. Damn. How do you not have a picture of kite man? I don't know. Come on. Don't. For those of you that don't grab know, one by now. the way. I thought I threw one into the folder for us, but CK maybe not. Oh, Expo 2022, the costume contest that oh, you're there is now. Okay. Hey, in man, our advanced costume contest category, your winner is right down there, and he won with Kite Man. So now, mind you, you've since come up with one that for me has eclipsed Kite Man. And I know we're gonna take a look at that at some <laughs> point too, but Talk to me a little bit about Kite Man. Obviously, for guys, for those of you that are unaware, Kite Man is a character from the DC animated Harley Quinn show, which, by the way, I came too late because I was like, how good could this be? It's very good. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty great. You should be tuning into that because that's not the only character that, that Andrew does from that show, by the way, because now hit my new favorite of his is also <laughs> from that show. But talk to me about Kite Man. Like, where... Because you you essentially made pretty much all of that suit, yes? I, I made that entire one myself. So, yeah. um, like I was talking earlier with the cons, even when I do a costume, I try and do some kind of new skill or new something each new costume. Right. This one kind of came to mind of, like, you, you look around at other Kite Man cosplays and everybody was just kind of putting a various sized kites on their back and going out in a green jumpsuit. Whereas I was going through the dollar store, uh, once again, uh, started there, and just the telescoping poles for, with magnets on them for just picking picking up your screws and everything off the floor. It's like, well, hey, I can turn those into struts for the kite so that I can actually have a collapsible kite that will fit inside the backpack. Right. And that's what got me excited. It's kind of could I make this happen? And I could when then it turned into, well, I guess I'm building the rest of the costume. Tried my, uh, my hand at foam smithing to get the helmet done. And, and yeah, so no, I was, I was happy that finally all came together. That was kind of one of my uh, COVID COVID time projects to kind of put together. So yeah, finally getting out to, uh, to CK expo to, to kind of show it off. Um, here we go. And I guess do as well as I did. Yeah, that dude, you kind won of, the advanced category. I mean, everybody absolutely fell me. in love with that, dude. So, um, <clears throat> fantastic. So yeah, no, it's so that that's what I really loved was 
having it be functional. I had right. never seen anybody do a functional thing. And of course, as soon as I oh. show it off, people are just like, well, can can you turn that automatic? Can you can you hit a button? And make, it's like, no, it's Guys, manual. hi, I have like manual. a life that I have to manage. I can't just... <laughs> So yeah, this was me showing. It's like it's it's all it all fits into that backpack, just barely. But it was kind of the there was a bit of an engineering aspect to it and stuff as well. So I was so happy when that came together. Of course, oh, it's I'll got its own were. little flaws and everything else that I nitpicked myself for. But um, so then, how does it come out? So I I do have to take it off, but uh, as you can kind of see in the in the upper uh, upper picture there where there's the two metal struts going in kind of each direction you just kind of pull those out and it brings the kite um it's kind of held together with magnets mm. so there's little magnets in each kind of peak of the the kite that will stick to the to the extending pole and very cool uh for uh the people that or for the people that are watching, because if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, once again, you're missing out on these wicked pictures. So make sure you come and check us out here on YouTube to see some of these pictures. But here's the Slender Man we were talking about earlier. And uh, you don't have that stilts was, That is, That's when I upgraded to, to add stilts to it. Um, okay, so you did have stilts in this one. That one I did. Uh, that was a Halloween night. Um so once again during covid times kind of just had the the bowl of candy standing out there mm -hmm. and i could stand motionless beside it and they're like oh look it's one of the things from from spirit halloween and then you come chasing them down the driveway and <laughs> uh yeah I, I, I love scaring kids on halloween <laughs> i love it it's the one day that you're really allowed to right <clears throat> so you don't yeah. have to pick one day. You got all kinds of days. It's fine. Yeah, I know if you're supposed to harass kids, but you know, because I, 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 I so this this year at um, CK Expo, you I'm assuming debuted your Mr. Freeze, your classic Mr. Freeze. Yeah, so that one, um, that one was kind of more of a collection of can I try this and will it work and. Had, had some costume failures that day, um, some more serious than others. Um, but it was so that because that was your first time wearing it out, yeah, Andrew. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah. and that's what that's for, right? That's and it was because I had kind of won the competition as Kite Man the year before. It was, I I got to show them that they made the right choice, you know, <laughs> picking me there. Gotta bring so. my A game to this again. <laughs> that's funny. But, even even that was to be experimental. It was, hey, I can get some clear warbler. Uh, can I make the dome head out of it? Kinda. Is that what you kinda. did? Oh, okay. And it's like, okay, well, if I did that, well, then how do I build out the rest of it? Um, there was actually a voice changer that I was trying to build into it. Didn't find out until I was on the con floor that putting the microphone in the helmet with me, I thought, great, you know, I'll broadcast the sound out from my chest or whatever, make it a deep, creepy voice, and so people will actually be able to hear me inside the costume. What I didn't think about was the reverberations of my own voice within the helmet. Then, so I, I sounded like a drive-through window. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, so. yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. No, that's so, fair. I mean, hey, go wearing a costume like that, though, especially for a first time to a smaller con like that, that's what that's for to kind of figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work because you won't absolutely. know until you wear it out, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> and I got to be honest with you, man. It's, I, I can't, your new, fa- my new favorite of yours is definitely the Condiment King because, <laughs> dude, talk about so. a character. Like, I've never <laughs> seen anybody else do it. It's such a fun. I love the mustard character. and ketchup magnets, dude. Yeah, that you would put on people. That was genius. This is by far my new favorite of yours. Tell us a little bit about Condiment <laughs> King, if you don't mind. Um. Yeah. So Condiment King. Uh. This is even a picture from from the first time I brought him out. Was, um. So Niagara Falls Comic Con that year just fresh off my win i guess with with kite man so i guess i should bring him to this con as well some of my friends got really into doing multiple costumes in a day and what are we able to do and condiment king at least in the the harley quinn cartoon is the arch nemesis of kite man so oh is he really okay (laughs) <laughs> that's it, genius. oh their their rivalry in the show is fucking genius man. genius like, so good <laughs> okay so i was really pushing it as well can can you be your own arch nemesis in a day and so i kind of brought him together um for him it was kind of i found an odd the odd pickle material for the hat it's like i'm gonna make a pickle hat and once again that just starts you down the avalanche of well i guess i'm putting the rest of the character together now so um figuring it out and everything him i there's something special about him he's the one that really got me considering storage as your cosplay character yeah being that you don't want to be laid down like you're at the con you might be making purchases you might be getting photos with people that then you're carrying around and takes you out of the character so i designed him that his the tanks on his back are both storage so you know you your friend needs to store their sweater or something it's like well hey i got i got room in the backpack that's fine um you just pop the tops off and put it in it's it's been one of the things i've been trying to do um as if you don't have a a con partner if you don't have your your handler or something with you and you're on your own, well, where are you putting your cell phone, your keys, your wallet, and everything else? Mm-hmm. So part of the design with cosplays is, where can I hide a pocket? Where can I hide this stuff so that you can be a little more self-reliant? So that's that's a bit where that came into. Um, the other part of the character is, once again, it came down to... This is one of the first ones where I started coming out and showing my face a little more. So... Once again, it was kind of the step up to, you know, coming out of my shell. Um, well, nothing comes out of your shell like wearing tidy whities on the outside. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. That's, that's no hiding in that. That's for sure. Can you give um, us any insight, uh, Andrew, on on would you spill any beans here on the podcast? Or is there anything that you're currently working on that you're excited about that you can tell us about? Um. So the next one kind of in that same vein, I can I can tease you a little something, uh, and it kind of leads into my point of go and, and shop sales, go and shop the season at the various stores, at the dollar store and everything else, 
So in the same vein of that, I guess what I'll release to you is the next one I kind of had in mind. Not sure when he's going to be finished, but I'm going to give that as a hint. Uh, you're seeing a purple egg on the screen, ladies and gentlemen. And that's all he's going to give us. It's all the beans that get spilled. Well, I'll give you a bit more. So oh, he's give us a bit th more. Th th think, about, think along the lines of, once again, the Batman D-list villains. Uh, really? It's it's going to be a real thriller, people. Woo! <laughs> Stay tuned. Make sure you're following Andrew on ill-gotten-hugs.cosplay on Instagram so you can see all his dope shit, that's for sure. JS, you got some more pictures you want to show off there? Uh, I'm trying to figure out who he's talking about here, and I, I think I did. And if you do that, I don't know how you're going to do that, but I'm all in, bud. I am all in. I want to... I can't you're quite wait to see that. You're quite ecstatic, are you? Oh, yes, yes, it's yes. It's going yes. to be quite exceptional. Um, I mean, how about we start here? I mean, let's just go flipping through some pictures here. Oh, uh, good old Krampus. So this is, you know, Krampus is one of those cosplays that I've been wanting to do. I just feel like oh, it's out of place do. if it's not at Christmas, you know what I mean? So, and then when do you pull them out? Like for the Christmas parade? Like, you know what I mean? So I... I I've never had a really good reason to do a Krampus, but I love this character, and, and this looks pretty dope. Um, yeah, no, Krampus is is a great one. Uh, actually, Krampus Knocked, um, mm -hmm. is Krampus Night, uh, translated, is actually December 5th. So you, you kind of get a lot of playtime with them. You know, you can start dragging them out, like, mid-November uh, mid as... as like Santa Claus parades and things all start and people start mm -hmm. getting the swing of that. But it's interesting to kind of take yourself out of the realm of pop culture and just go into like lore and, and things that way. Um, like there's even Krampus walks and everything else. I, I hosted one myself in Hamilton a few years back. Really? O only had a couple of us kind of come out for it. Weirded everybody else out in the park, but People from like the Eastern European countries, oh, they'll are, know. Are they floored by it? Oh yeah. Um, it's it's actually funny. Um, the story I like with this one is, uh, I ended up getting uh, there was another Krampus cosplayer, and we just well, let's go through um, Limeridge Mall. We'll dress as Krampuses. We'll see if we can go see Santa Claus. We made it all the way under the uh on the first level of the mall before we got up the escalator to see santa is when security stopped us and they were what 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 are you guys doing it's like i just kind of respond with making people happy and he just kind of shook his head it's like okay guys um you, you you can be in the mall you just can't be wearing the masks it's like it's like oh well okay i i think we've had our fill like Everybody was coming up to us for pictures, and they're like, the mall obviously didn't sanction you guys to do this or anything. It's like, no, no, we're just, we're cosplayers. We do it for fun. You know, it's, of course, you can take our picture. You yeah, know. we've dressed up at the mall before, and we've never been harassed by security. Actually, security is usually pretty good about it. So maybe uh, at Christmas time when there's a lot of kids and stuff, maybe people are a little bit more on edge, I right. suppose. Right, and but. so... Of, of all the people that swarmed us that day, there was one person that came out of a store and said, what are you guys doing? You're scaring all the kids. And it's like, no, obviously we're not. They're 
they have the biggest smiles on their faces and are running up to us. There's there's no problems with that. Uh, did we talk about your Gandalf at all? We have not mentioned Gandalf. Because I know that somebody in the comments mentioned uh, having a great time in your Lord of the Rings cosplay last year at Fan Expo. Um, yeah, like did you do? You've done you've done him again since then, haven't you? I feel like I've seen you a couple times in Gandalf now. Yeah. Um, so once again, it's uh, it was another kind of I purchased the 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 silicone mask, so that one's not on me. But uh, that all kind of came together to be part of the bigger lord of the rings group but mm -hmm. i'm finding I, I i do love playing that character as well i i put on the voice and i talk to <laughs> and i talk to the children and it's like you know may the wind guide you on your travels and and we gotta, it, it, we gotta eat you some dope ass fireworks when you're in that too <laughs> and um no that that's one of the fun ones to do that people it's like well <laughs> wait a minute that that was that was you that was it's like yeah yeah no it's uh once again it's once you put on a mask, you can really just throw yourself in the character. And so he's, he's one I love. Um, it's actually just a couple of days ago, I was uh, kind of out and about with uh, uh, Canadian Angel cosplay. And we ended up hitting the uh, Cursed Child show. She dressed up as Hermione. And I, it's like, I'll go as Gandalf. Because, hey, you know what? Even at like Fan Expo, going into the building is like oh, are you dumbledore if it's a kid sure i'm dumbledore sure. i'm gandalf i'm you know it's i i do this for the kids like i that's a, You're lot a wizard it's not that far off no and it's that that's why i do it i i cosplay for the reactions of people i'm i'm i have a lot of empathy and stuff so if I make people ridiculously excited to see whatever it is I done, I've done, that kind of comes back to me. That makes me happy, and so I feel like this is one that's for you to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, yeah, D list and and our and our good buddy Groot, uh, Stephen. Steve I is in the chat. chat right now, by the way. So that's why uh, I I had to throw this one in here. This is when I chased him down the hallway. Yeah, he was saying, I met oh. Andrew at Forest City Common Pond before I head into the contest, which was my first ever. Is this from this picture here? Yes. Yes. Um, ah. That's that's when I first chased him down the hallway, and it's like, dude, this is amazing. Yeah, that's at and Forest this, City. Yeah. And like that's and so that's exactly what I love seeing from people. I know I, I heaped a lot of praise. I will still heap a lot of praise on you, man. That That is an incredible costume being up on stilts i feel the pain of that i i know how hard it can be um so man mu much much love for for pulling that off yeah he's a trooper about it too like he'll be in that thing for hours on end you know oh absolutely any chance um, he gets to get it out he gets it out man he's he's all in that's <laughs> i can say that for sure so yeah it's uh as for my character, the Eraser, um, once again, he's just, he's one of those off characters that didn't really get much play. He was just kind of thrown in there as a joke for a comic or two really early on. Actually, that's how even Kite Man got his start. Um, back in the, might have been 60s? 
um yeah just a single comic he was just supposed to be the the punching bag for that for that one he swoops in through a window steals a pearl necklace jumps out the window and has his one line which hell yeah and that's that's really where it came from that's why it became his catchphrase um but yeah it was just so that later in that episode batman had somebody to punch 1966 then, the eraser came out was created and then yeah so the eraser i tracked down that his his comic too um he was all mad because bruce wayne stole uh stole his girlfriend at the at like the winter dance or something like that um but yeah no just an incredible character and i'd love to see him resurrected being that he i credit as being the best batman villain um just because everybody else like he is better than batman being that he goes in and he erases all the clues so even batman being the greatest detective he bests batman at his detective skills the only reason he was ever caught was because somebody else mentioned his name and it's like wait a minute this this guy's a thing and which kind of set Batman on his trail, but otherwise he was helping, he was helping all the criminals in Gotham just get away with it. So you wonder why Gotham is still such a crime hub. Most likely it's because the Eraser is there, kind of cleaning up after them and taking twenty percent of the take. So it's a good gig if you can get it. Absolutely. I feel um, like some of these these more. Like you called it, D-lists villains tend yeah. to make for some of the best cosplays, especially for the oh, people absolutely. that know who they are. Um, and you know what? When you go to the con in one of those, those are the people that absolutely lose their shit when they when they see you in that because nobody dresses up as that. Um, so you do you you kind of get that nostalgic bomb just just from them, and it's it's such an amazing reaction. When you showed up as Kite Man at Fan Expo last year, dude, I mean, <laughs> the room just went ballistic, dude. I mean, yeah. There's, that was there's still that There's still that one DC shot from you guys where it's kind of, I know I showed up like a minute or two late and I'm running across in front of everybody, and that's when the, the picture got Oh, snapped. the uh, <laughs> the big group, uh, yeah. the meetup shot, yes. <laughs> and it's kind of like, yeah, that's 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 a kite man thing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, in character, but in character. No, but um, and, and I know one of the favorites is getting all the Batman to beat me up because once again, we could have stood there and posed, but what's Batman gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna punch a kite man. Absolutely, so, every time, every time, every time. Yep, no question. <laughs> did we get that picture? I don't think. We did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Better. I'm gonna go looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> um con wise, do you already know what you're attending this year? Um, oh yeah, are you know... going to uh Forest City? Uh Forest City, I don't have tickets yet, but it is kind of it is on my radar. Um mm -hmm. so right now I know I'm slotted into Fan Expo. Uh most is mo is a most likely just because it's the big one for the area. Uh, but obviously Anime North this weekend, we have Niagara Falls in a couple of weeks. Forest City is coming the couple of weeks after that. Um, 
London? Well, London's not until September, September I think. Yep. September. Right? Yeah. Just yeah, a few was, weeks after. I was pausing thinking, is there anything happening in July? Or is that oh, typically not. No. July, we kind of have that to be a a bit of a slow month as far as the conventions go, which is good because we all need the break. But As much as yeah. the conventions go? The conventions go. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, good. Because I'm going to need the break from costume building. That stresses yeah. me out a bit. Yep, I'm gonna have to have a break from costume buying because it'll it'll help my wallet a bit. So that's good. Yeah, um, Jeff's addicted to buying new cosplays. I mean, not addicted. He them together fast enough. He buys Come them on. quicker than he can wear them. Well, you know, really, how many how many uh, new cosplays have you? There's bought a few. We had a pandemic. What do you want? Come you on, what am I supposed worn. to do? Yeah, it's a few. I'm all three. All three at Niagara Falls is coming, whatever, in a month from now. All three are new ones. All three new ones. Yeah, exactly. So, so if if we have the time, I, I wanted to kind of throw this out to you guys. Why is it that you guys cosplay? What is it that you're hoping to get out of it? Because, like I said, I, I take an interest in that in people. We all do it for different reasons, in different ways. And I don't know if I've ever heard you guys comment on, like, are you are you there? Are you there for the kids? Are you there? trying to to grow yourself are you there just for the love of the character um for the experience you know js go ahead you want me you want me to start of course um for me it starts with making okay really. um i i've always been more of a artsy kind of guy i used to draw a lot um it really wasn't until Till like 2016, 2017, that I've really discovered the whole making props and costumes. Right. And that's what's launched me down the cosplay road, right? Like it's, you know, going from, oh, I want to make this prop. Oh, no, I want to make the costume. Oh, no. Right. No, I'm going to dress <laughs> up as a character. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of where I've been through. Okay. It's, it's hard to deny how fun it is when you go out on a con floor in a cosplay that is a hit. Right. That is addictive. Absolutely. When we go out in our predators, it's a feeling that you do, don't want to stop getting because it's so cool, right? Where, Everybody where just get, freaking out, right? It's stuck in that spot for like half an hour and it's like, I haven't moved. It's something, yeah, it's something that sounds like a complaint, but it's really not. No, it's not. Um, you know, it's amazing. And at the same time, cosplay has more and more led to me meeting people and getting right. new opportunities and meeting Robert Beltran, you know, the doctor right. on Voyager. And meeting hmm. Dane and Dakota, you know, the actors from the latest Predator movie, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So um, I don't want to say I, I, I'm doing it for those opportunities, but I like to dress up in these characters that I build. Um, the rest is kind of the byproduct of that. Hmm. Right? right. It's entertainment. I like to entertain people. Let's put it that way. Right. Perfect. I like to make stuff. I like to show off. I like to be silly. I like to pretend I'm somebody else, and I like to growl at people when I'm in a big giant suit. <laughs> what can I say? You know, he does, he does like to do that. For me, the motivations have changed dramatically from when I first started to what I do now. For sure, I remember, and I see this sometimes in newer cosplayers in the community too, 
where initially it was just look at me look at me look at me look at me and and wanting chasing the dragon chasing the likes and chasing the follows and chasing right. this on social media and all that jazz and doing a ton of photo shoots and paying for photo edits and all this jazz and then when i when that when that stopped being fulfilling which was took longer than it should have but at the end of the day didn't take very long at all when you realize i remember the first time i went out as negan for the first time and the level of reaction that i got from people viscerally more so than anything else right. like yeah there were times where i couldn't really because there were no negan merch out there you couldn't buy the jacket you couldn't buy the bat like i had to like basically like scrounge everything to put that cosplay together because he'd only appeared on the show i think twice at that point when i went out right <clears throat> but he was already a really really popular character and like people were pulling over on the side of the road to yell at me from other cars vendors at the con were telling me don't come around their booth anymore they didn't want to look at my face like it was a whole so once you realize you can affect once i realized i could affect people emotionally like that good or bad right and that's that's where i was like oh i, I get to i get to because at the end of the day you're not going to meet jeffrey dean morgan and the character no. of negan doesn't exist except on a screen and on a page exactly so what we get to do is we get to give people an access to that fandom that otherwise mm -hmm. they just wouldn't be able to have because they can never right. meet that character really because the character doesn't exist and they're never going to meet that actor really unless it's like a quick like photo shoot or whatever but you can talk to me for as long as we've got together on a floor or on a street or at an event Absolutely. or in a mall or wherever i'm at so that is what it has morphed into for me is is giving people an experience that they normally wouldn't have now that's not to say there aren't some stuff i do just for me because if i had people come up to me and be go i don't like that cosplay on you that does not work at all on you and i'm like cool not doing this one for you right. doing this one for me that's okay Absolutely. but by and large a little bit like what js is saying some of the some of where this has taken us like now that we're getting booths at all these major cons and everything else that's all fun and stuff that's where it's led to that's hmm. not the motivation what that allows us to do is interact with more people and bring that fan experience to more and more people like the predators like when we do dc like when we do spider-man or whatever and i think you said it best fan expo last year andrew and i tell people this all the time you said to me flat out you gave wayward cosplayers a home yeah and that's that was super cool but that's a big us. deal why we want to have that's DC right oh as a whole that's right right because there's no elitist. We're not the 501st. We're not the Rebel Legion. We're not any of these groups that were like, your costume's not good enough. You don't get to sit with us. We're the cool kids. You're not. We don't want any of that. We we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't care if you built it. You don't care if if you, if you bought, bought it. it you commissioned it. If you scrounged it. If you made it. I don't if care. You're if you, screen accurate. You're who you're, cares? Your own. Your own. Yeah. We just you're there. You're now, doing it. Perfect. There's guys we celebrate like you today. Like obviously, there's people, guys and gals that we want to celebrate. We want to shine a light on and focus on because either you guys have great characters or you you yourself personally have great character. Like we want to we want to highlight those people that really bring joy or 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 bring something to the cosmic community uh, that's unique or that's that's intrinsic to to making the cosplay community great. But at the end of the day, we want to celebrate it as a whole. We don't want to get to that point where it's like no that's not you can't hang out here unless you're some big giant drama llama that's there for nothing but trouble we don't want that but everybody else come to our booth hang out be welcome take pictures hang out be cool lift each other up right that's mm -hmm. why we're there man like we're not yeah. don't don't get into the don't get sucked into the competition don't get sucked oh. into keeping up with the joneses don't get sucked into i hear people all the time saying well i had somebody i saw somebody ask somebody else the other day like hey how did you make that costume or where did you get the costume and that person was like i don't want to tell you that because then you'll make it and you'll know the secret or whatever hmm. 
Don't what? what don't don't what? I mean, again, I can't real? judge. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. I've seen it more than once. They'll they'll jar, they'll guard knowledge jealously so that someone else can't copy what they've done because they feel like they're breaking new ground or they're avant-garde or they associate with characters so much that they don't want to see somebody else doing it. And at the end of the day, you're already portraying somebody else's character. Like you're already copying somebody else. So I don't know how you get to a point in your life where you think, well, I don't want other people copying me when you're already doing that in the first place. But at the end of the day, yeah, man, you, Andrew, are such a great example of what this community it needs and what it's about your kindness your excitement seeing other people the joy that you clearly have bringing these characters to life and then the joy that you get watching people react to them absolutely you're not just some guy that's all aloof that stands there for two hours in a costume and then leaves you're in it man you're there and it's infectious you get people excited around you when it comes time to cosplay and stuff you're a great ambassador for the community Keep doing what you're doing, man, because you Absolutely. are killing it, dude. Well, that's what I mean, and I look, I look forward to to you guys having more booths and and me able to come around and cause shenanigans, and you know, I, hey, I'm I'm even open to. Oh, to there will be so. shenanigans. Shenanigans oh. will be had for sure. Just wait till no you see what's there. happening at Niagara. Woo. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be fun. So. That's. Uh, uh, I hope we don't get kicked out of Niagara. Eh? I hope you know. Once again, it's a funny story. It is a, a funny, story. funny story. As long as we're not daydreaming anybody's, you Absolutely. know, good time or whatever. As long as we're not doing that and we get booted out for being a nuisance. By the way, I'd like to point out that uh, that's a licensed event too. So uh papa's gonna have a few drinks watch out watch out <laughs> stuff may get a little rowdy i'm just saying not physically there won't be any physical altercations but yeah if we get booted out of the con yeah we get booted out of the con we get booted out of the con what are you gonna do i'll just uh, we'll come the next day in different suits they won't know it's us it's fine they won't so, know it's us that's right well, that's what i mean you, you then won't have the beard you'll look completely that's different. It, completely different no one's gonna know it'll be fine didn't we kick you out yesterday? No. Oh no, no. no. What are you talking about? Look at I that. think Look the beardless day thing. is the dear the day we might get kicked out. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, well, to be fair, Sunday I'll have a, a wig on, so at least it'll still look different, right? I'm there you go. On Sunday, so it's, it's there fine. you go. It's there fine. you go. Yeah, yeah, you'll look different enough on Sunday. Sorry, sure. my answer was so long and protracted. I apologize, but I really <laughs> wanted to make sure that we talked about you, Andrew, and how good you are for the community, and, and thank you for everything that you're doing in the community because we need more of you in the community for sure so well, hey I, I appreciate that and you know i echo that I, back on you like i said you guys you guys have been doing some amazing things you're you're really bringing recognition to people to cosplayers that maybe maybe wouldn't get that recognition otherwise and you know it's uh li- lift lifting up the proper ones we'll, we'll put it that way yeah i mean i feel like there just needs to be more cosplay period Right. Yeah. I mean, and I know when you go to cons, there's cosplayers everywhere, but fuck, bring more on. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Like, we need a cost. And I've been saying this for a long time now. Anthony, Mr. Cosplay Alliance, if you're watching this, we need a cosplay convention. That's what we need. Right. Mm -hmm. We need our own Dragon Con. Hmm. That's food for thought kids here. food for thought. maybe maybe get let's let's get a few more booths under our belt a few more cons under our belt and maybe there'll be a, a geeks and co-sponsored uh there you go cosplay con <laughs> there you go 
Oh, Jason. Andrew's like, hmm. Mm. Now, now, now the wheels are turning. Mm. <laughs> you, you, you know me too well now. Mm. <laughs> Keep watching um, the space. Wrap it up, sir. Yeah, we've been on for a while. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. This is Friday for me. Keep rubbing uh, it in. But I know yeah. the old man has to work early in the morning. He does. Uh, but before we go, uh, first of all, Andrew, why don't you let everybody know, A, where to find you on social media, and is there anything else that you want to pitch right now? Uh, so, yeah, on uh, on social media, it's uh, really I only have the, the Instagram account going specifically for my cosplay, so that's mm-hmm. uh, going to be at illgottenhugs.cosplay. Like your lower uh, third says? Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've uh, excessively creative and a bunch of other things. So there's also a, a second Instagram. If you want to check out some of my paintings or other stuff, there's Saxon Creative Works. Uh, you can feel free to have a peek at that as well. It's, uh, but mostly just uh, I, what I really want to echo with there is just the the message of go out there, be inspired. You know what? I'm I'm one of those ones where uh you you want help with something you want an idea i i will obviously do my best i'll try and point you in the right direction i'm not gatekeeping anything and i dare you to do better than me because you know what that's just going to then inspire me to then try and be better than you and if you know we all improve like that uh, it's how it's going to get better and better it's funny you say that because i i remember one day and I think I might have said this to Rob, but I remember one day saying, because somebody was specifically asking me, like, why are you telling everybody how you're doing all these things? And why are you sharing all your secrets? And it's like, well, I'm sharing all my secrets because when they get better than I am, I want them to show me their stuff, right? Like, I want to be able to learn from the people that are, are better than I am, right? So for me again the making thing becomes the learning part as well right Absolutely. learning is just as much fun as i've put cosplays together just because i had a, de- a desire to learn a specific skill right i've done that right you know, so there's so many trade skills to kind of learn in building cosplays mm-hmm. maybe maybe you're doing prosthetics maybe you're sewing maybe maybe makeup and wigs is your thing they're there are so many things you're not going to master them all, and so yeah, lean lean on your friends, lean on the other people in the community, let let them help guide you where where maybe you might be a little deficient, and you learn. It's a constant learning process. Good advice, advice to live for, or cosplay. Yes, for. indeed, Mister Jeff. Uh, we're gonna get rowdy in a couple weeks. We are. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, Niagara Falls will be the next one for sure. Yeah. Um, we don't have a booth, guys. Again, I know we say it every week, but we're nope, not going to have a booth. We're just crashed. So we're all, by the way, guys, so we're all going to be doing our own things too. It's, we're mm-hmm. not going to be all matched up or whatever. Like I'm in three different things for the three different days with three different groups of people. So yeah, it, it's, it'll be a good time. You, you can probably find us somewhere in the, in, in the concourse area since that's where most of the drinks are served um yeah and we're all staying in niagara falls so it should be a good time head by all i'm sure we'll all kind of catch up with each other throughout the weekend uh after that it is for city comic-con i think that's a month today actually i think it's on the 25th of june uh so i got invited back this year to be a judge for this year's cosplay contest um where i first met steve our friend Groot. there that's where i first saw him i, I judged him most harshly 
in that cosplay contest. He won. And uh, yeah, that's uh, moving forward after that. I don't know. Like we already talked about, I'm not sure if there's a whole lot going on in July, but uh, you can always find me online, uh, Messiah Comics Cosplay, across pretty much all social media. So usually, I, by the way, I, 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 <laughs> I maybe post two or three times a month. I know I don't post a whole lot, but if I've got stuff coming up, I usually try to post that I've got stuff coming up. So just watch the space for that. But yeah, I've been kind of in the same mode where I I I I, I try to post as much as I can, but I don't. We've been so busy lately, folks. I'm sorry if there's not a lot of content going on 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 either my account or the Geeks and Co account. Life has gotten nuts, but I am in the middle of making a bunch of stuff. Uh, I've got a brand new, I'll, I'll say right now, i got a Bo-Katan helmet that's freshly sanded. It needs to mm. go to paint. So if you guys want to win yourself a Bo-Katan helmet, I'm going to be raffling one off at Fan Expo. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Uh, but I'm going to start posting more content as well. Again, like Jeff was saying, Niagara Falls in two weeks. For me, after that, I think it's London. I don't, uh, Not London, sorry. Uh, Fan, Fan Expo. Expo is before yep. London. Yeah. Yep. I don't think we really have anything else in between. Uh, unless, unless, unless we do. Unless, well, I, I mean, <laughs> nothing's been set up yet, but, you know, I know I keep saying, but I need to actually set something up. J.S. Belanger, I realize I have a spelling mistake there. I don't know who went in there. And is that you that did yes, that? Bleanger. Did you, no, did that you not, do that? That was not me, but I, I kind of upset that it wasn't me. I kind of wish it had been me, that? but that's not, I did not do that. I, I would have like done it way worse than that, dude. Let's be in fair. There was, and yeah. messed it up. But uh, I, I do like the fact that we went this whole podcast and we didn't realize that your name was spelled wrong. That's awesome. I watch if it's not been like that for weeks now. It's probably been like that <laughs> for weeks. Probably, I gotta go back yeah. and watch an old episode and see if it's like that. It probably has. JS Belanger seventeen oh one on Instagram or go. at Geeks and Co. Geeks and right. Co. Um, where you can follow all our stuff for this podcast, our videos that have that are coming out. Um, what's the latest video that's come out on the channel? Guys, check out the channel if you haven't already. Oh, the Predator masks. We I smashed my Predator mask at Christmas time, and uh, oh, I uh, repair video. Yeah, repair video. I've refinished it all. I fiberglassed it, uh, repainted it all. That came out this week, and in two weeks, hopefully, we've got the electronics part of the video coming. Uh, and then we've also got the Revan helmet build. The final Revan helmet build coming also hopefully by next week. So a lot of video content coming out over the next few weeks, even though there's not much coming around as far as con attendance. But that's about it for moi. Any final last words? Uh, thanks, Andrew, again. Awesome for oh, you to come by and stick with us for this crazy this, hour and 22 minutes. This was amazing. Could have gone even longer, so... Excellent. If I well, if I haven't if I haven't blacklisted myself yet, you know, feel free to to give me a call anytime. No, I, I, I think we might have you back. Yeah, I think we might have you back. Fantastic guest, man. Absolutely, <laughs> we'd have you back for sure. All righty, I think that is going to be it for this week, folks. Make sure you click that like and subscribe button. Stay geeky. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Deek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.